Welcome Ministry. WM Ministry got an awesome media team. Yes, we do. I mean, I got some of the best tech savvy. Yes. Uh, people who are just um, have a plethora of uh, knowledge and understanding. Skill set. Yes. Make our job easy. Yes. I mean, we got moderators. We have Minister Fralina. We have Minister T, Minister Brandy. A host of strong support. Yeah. Advancing the kingdom of God. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I want to just give a little shout out to all of them right there. All the people behind the scenes. Worthy, they're worthy of the recognition. I want to give you a shout out too. You know, you do an awesome job in adapting to uh, my unorthodox way of teaching and study. Accurate, accurate <laughs> statement. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just led of the spirit. That's it. You know, you got to have some fun. You know, you got married couples. I mean, come on now. We're supposed to be have some fun. There's supposed yeah. to be good times. We should at least be able to talk 10 minutes without arguing. Yeah, that's what I think. You know, I'm just saying. I don't know. Sometimes don't know you see couples, to, me either. To say about arguing, you know, and giving time, it's like, what, what is that? Man, you know, I'll tell you. I understand. Uh, having a different view yeah. in your communication, but to having an argument about yeah, yeah. your different view uh, yeah. is something that we just don't prize ourselves on. That's right. I'll tell you right there. How do you deal with me? <laughs> we wow. get a little marriage counseling right now. So if wow. you need it, come on, we can give you some, right? How do I deal with pastor's personality? We can already get right? started. Don't worry. Yeah. So your personality and your, your personality is beyond the the, it's, it's easy to say the good things about the person, but we find it hard to say so many things that we find challenging in interacting with people. So, Pastor is very passionate, so in his passion, he can be on a volume of 10 of sound, uh, which 10 would be the highest. And so, my challenge, <laughs> Pastor, look at him looking so any Annie who I am, my love for. My love for Pastor uh, allows me to just adapt, and that's what relationship is about. And it's about sacrificing, sacrificing what you want and you desire, so that you always keeping the best interests of others. So it's about sacrifice. So that's really how I do it. Uh, I think about you more than myself. So we have to think about the the other person more than we do ourselves to actually, you know, love on the other person and receive and accept. Look, there are differences that we have. So that we can live in, in complete harmony. And that's something we do prize our relationship on is harmony. Wow. Isn't that wonderful? I, I think totally opposite of all of that. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> it's good. You got to have some good time and laugh, man. Amen. No, that's Amen. really good. I, that's great. And I guess next week I will tune in and tell everyone how I deal with you. Oh. It's, it's really one word. It's really one word. Flexibility. Anyway, it's all good. We got 50 people right now on. Hello. I want to say hello, first of all, to all 50 viewers out there. Um, well, just drop the 47. Maybe they lost. But anyway, I want to welcome all 175 viewers out there. That's my faith. Okay. And, um, you know, we just want to welcome you into um, our Bible study today because this is really what it is. It's not church. You're the church. The Bible said, where two or three are gathered, there I am in the midst. Yes. So guess what? You got church right there. We got church right here. Mm-hmm. And we are the body of Christ. And we're going to fellowship today. We're going to have a great time. Absolutely. Normally, we would have communion um, on the last Sunday of each um, 
uh, month. Uh, however, I would encourage all of the men and uh, to take communion with their families. Yes. You, you've had enough practice mm -hmm. at Walker Ministries. So Absolutely. It would be great to see, um, you know, you do that. And um, he said do it as often. You can do it once a week. You can do it daily if you yeah. like. Um, so it's it's just a time um, we when we get back together, yeah. we'll be doing um, these things again. And we're probably even going to do it over the uh, Internet. You know, however the Holy Spirit tells me we're going to, you know, we'll take communion and do it as well. Amen. So praise God. Um, and so we have 40, 53 on there right now. So this is great. Y'all remember, um, we're going to have our, our page up on Vimeo coming soon. Uh, so I you'll be, yeah, we have another platform where we will be able to see us on Vimeo. Not only that, but Roku, we're going to have a Roku channel as well. So you'll be able to have us on your Roku. You'll be able to have the app right there and see the latest teachings and everything. Glory to God. We're trying to do some things. We're trying to do some things here. Yes. Um, man. So I tell you what, we've had a very, um, I think, interesting week at WM Ministries. Mm -hmm. uh, we had Bible study on Friday night. Uh, we had intercessory prayer on Tuesday. Tuesday. And it was a lot of things that were happening. And I know that some of you are not in on um, our Zoom for walking ministry, but I would encourage you and throughout uh, our, our our broadcast that you will be able to talk to some of the moderators and find out how you can get into our Zoom. I like the Zoom uh, personal because I want it to be very intimate and we can see each other. We can talk to each other um, versus just me there like and doing what we're doing today. Yeah. I like the interaction. Yeah. Um, so um, really establish a true connection. Yes. Mm -hmm. And throughout, as we progress in our, um, our streaming um, abilities, you're going to start seeing those lower thirds coming up, telling you if you want to get into our Zoom, you can come in mm -hmm. and everything. And matter of fact, we welcome you in there. So, Amen. Yes. Um, man, this is great. Um, this is going to be really intense today. Yeah. Well, um, you, you have a lot. So I have too much. And I know that I'm not going to get in there. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's one thing I want to, um, I was talking to a prophetess and it's one thing mm -hmm. I want to kind of clear up um, about like, even when it comes to walk of ministry and what we do and what we mm -hmm. believe as well. A lot of times uh, I've found that um, when people pray mm -hmm. and they talk about Jesus or they may um, use of uh, the name Yahshua, uh, Yehoshua, um, your God, Yahweh, Yahuwah. Mm. Um, there's a lot of different names um, that people use to talk you know, or say the name of God. You know, you got the G underscore D, you can't say it, but you need to know where that comes from. Um, not saying the name of the Lord. I don't hear any place mm. in scripture where it said you can't speak. Matter of fact, yeah. if he's your father, you know his mm. name. Yes. So, don't you know your father's name? I know my father's name. Exactly. You know, um, but the thing of it is, I want us to make sure that we're not being legalistic about the exactly. name. The name Jesus is a translation, mm -hmm. but his real name is Yahshua. Yahshua. Mm. Jesus. That means salvation. Amen. So, 
It doesn't mean that because you use the word in your prayer, Yahshua, or you use Jesus, Yahshua doesn't give you any more power than Jesus. Absolutely. I'm going to say that again. The name Yahshua doesn't give you any more power in the name ahead, of yes. Jesus. Yes. But you have people build, um, they build doctrine around the name, the mm -hmm. sacred name people. And if you don't say his name, then you, you can't get a prayer through. I mean, what about people who can't speak? Wow. Mm -hmm. So it has nothing to do with that. It's a translation. But we let those types of things separate us. When it comes to his name, you just have to use his surname, which is Jesus, Yahshua. They won't walking around in Israel, in Jerusalem, in Bethlehem saying, hey, Jesus. That wasn't their dialogue, that dialect. That wasn't their language. Mm -hmm. um, demons know his name. They know Joshua. Uh, 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 they know his name as Jesus. They know his name as Yahshua. Uh, uh, they know God is Yahuda. They know his name. See, the thing of it is, what they really want to do is get us just confused. I just want to straighten that up sometimes when people come to WM ministry or they may hear you pray. They may hear you say the name Yahshua, you know, El Shaddai, Yahovah, you know, all these types of names. It doesn't mean that you are using his name in any less um, power because you happen to know his, you know, biblical name. It's great to know his biblical name. It's great to use Jesus. Demons still know both. Amen. All right. Pastor, I can, uh, I can hear that it's beyond you just calling the name. Yeah. It's the relationship. It's the genuine relationship that's with the name that you call upon. Amen. Amen. It is the true connection of knowing him. Not in a name but knowing him we must know him he said to to come to me you must first believe mm -hmm. and know that he is god that's right so it's, it's about a relationship we we get caught up on the wrong things and then we it, we, we miss the relationship that's right it's not the the pronunciation of the name it's knowing of the person, God. Amen. My Lord, oh, that by so itself good. is something else. Yeah. The, I mean, the, the triune, mm -hmm. we, 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 the meaning, the, the, the knowing yeah. of Amen. the Godhead. Amen. Oh, my and Lord. him knowing you. Truth. <laughs> the only true living God. See, yeah. if I don't know the name, but knowing and searching for the true, the only true living God, because that's what I inquired when I called upon God no. I said my mother calls you Jesus everyone I know call you Jesus That's right. I said but I'm not sure and I was seven years old whether that's your name or not I said but I want the only true God I want the reality I want the one who created me I want you to know that God Amen. I said go ahead oh, See, I'm just saying, see, it's a whole different thing. Yeah. Because if you're at the age of six or seven and you're asking that type of question, I didn't want to just know the God that my mother knew or my father knew yeah. and what they were saying. But I want to ensure that I knew in reality the only true and living God. 
the one that created man, the one that's greater than anyone in the universe and beyond. The absolute truth. I want to know that God. Amen. That's right. And I just think though the enemy will use any little thing to separate us um, with this um, translation. And if people just stop for a minute yeah. and think about the region where he's from, the dialect, the yes. language, um, and ex actually know if you're going to use the name Jesus, know that it is oh, a translation. See, oh my God! Okay. Actually, know before you get into a you know a debate of it, mm -hmm. or when it comes to a person's faith, or you, this name doesn't have any power. You know, you actually have people that believe this. They actually have people believe that if I don't use the name Yeshua, then there's no power attached to it. So I just wanted to make sure. That people who are viewing in CWM ministry um, understand. First, get understand the name of tra uh, the translation of Jesus. Look that up. Just simply look it up on your own and you'll find out what it means. Then you'll find out his Hebrew, Hebrew name and what they were calling him. Oh, my God. So it's just something I wanted to cover really oh quickly before we get into our teaching. Y'all know, walking ministry, we, we can just keep going on some things, which is really good because... You gotta yes yes ma'am. I'm gonna end it on this one, and we can transition to the next when you're ready. Amen. See, the word of God says that we're not supposed to even entertain these type of questions. Right. The question to be asked or to consider is seeing Jesus for who He really is. Amen. So, and from that, this is what happened with Paul. You have to see Jesus for who he really is. And from that is a reality or a revelation. So you call upon the revelation of who he really is. It's not in the traditional, this is, this is, this is the name, that's not the name, this right. is the name. It's based upon who he really is and who he has revealed himself to you. Yeah. Oh, Pastor, just go ahead too. I know. The next. You do. Okay. <laughs> Seeing Jesus for who he really is. Amen. And this is why people still remain blind, but I'm going to. Oh, this is really good. That ties oh, into my Lord. Um, there's a lot of things that, as a pastor, there are certain things. Uh, I'm a pastor first, and I teach. Teacher is a teacher who teaches. So the way that um, I minister is as a pastor there's certain things that people are watching certain things that you you are um, needing and this is sometimes why it seems like my i have a lot of things because it depends on the person as a true pastor i need to be able to feed you at the level of your hunger amen so i want to make sure there's certain things i have a few like words or a kind of wisdom that i want to impart into you that you need to hear um, I said there was a couple of things I said the other on Friday and it's Friday teaching was really deep and um, it is a prophetic warning to what's happening and where we're going and I don't want us to be blind As a matter of fact the, the teaching today is uh, spiritual um, um, I got a couple of titles that I want to do in there but it's spiritual powerlessness so but you can't talk about spiritual powerlessness without talking about what power is. Mm. So we'll talk about that for a minute. But one of the things I, I need you to know, you should never 
you should never outgrow the need for wisdom and knowledge. Absolutely. You should never get to a point where you don't need to grow in wisdom and knowledge. So I need y'all to uh, know that because, um, and then you can never excel in an area that you have never been trained or you are not anointed to go into. Mm. Okay. Um, it's time, you know, that we really become effective Christians. Amen. In the time that we're in right now, we need to become effective yeah. Christians. Yeah. Well, to be effective, you need to know that there is power. I taught them on Tuesday. If you are afraid what you was afraid of yesterday and you're afraid of that same thing today, you haven't grown. Absolutely. You haven't grown. Uh, go ahead, teacher. I, I, just, I, I just want to add this really quick, Pastor. Uh, when you were presenting uh, as a shepherd, your role and my role as a teacher, because you know, I'm just you know, mm -hmm. I'm acting right now while I'm teaching is teaching in the teaching That's is right. that I'm a teacher that teach, which does not give you all clear understanding that I'm a teacher that teach. So what what pastor does is that he brings you he brings you knowledge, he brings you wisdom, and he brings you counsel through his shepherding. That's right. Oh, I love it. And through him bringing you wisdom and knowledge and counsel, the part where I come in at, because you don't know how to properly digest, interpret, and understand the wisdom, counsel, and knowledge, as a teacher, I really convert it to a place in you to where you can now receive or I present to you a source and form of revelation. And it's up for you to receive it. So you can now understand. I teach you how to understand. That's a, I teach you how to receive insight. And in what he is presenting through counsel and wisdom. That's Amen. Excellent. excellent. Oh, this is really good right there. I love that. See, what she does is bring clarity. Amen. That's what a teacher does. How many, you would pass your class in school better when you had a teacher who could clarify, yes. you know, the assignment, mm -hmm. correct? All right. This is all good. So this is what he is. Jesus said, come and learn of me. So anything else, we shouldn't be coming to learn of me. Yeah. We should be coming to learn of Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Let's come and learn of Jesus today. Um, another thing uh, on Friday, um, as we ministered in the teaching on there, we entered into a covenant with God and that covenant with God was, and if you are having one there Friday, you want to hear, you can enter in at this covenant too. We entered a covenant that we would always grow in the knowledge right. of God and learn of him. We entered into a, a covenant with God that we will always grow in the knowledge of him. See, as believers, this should be food for your soul right here. Amen. This understanding. So um, I just want to, uh, it's so many things that uh, we did on Friday that uh, we don't have time to touch in, but we want to get right on in to uh, our message today. I, I do still have to do, I, I'm trying to decide, teacher, should I go ahead and do that? Um, I want to teach on that principle of reflection, a little bit of that. Okay, well. But um, yeah, I think I want to teach a little bit right. on that. 
and we're gonna get you like you just ready to go. You like she in the stalls yes, and she ready to go jump out of the block. She's okay. Just bring it. Oh man. <laughs> but I think it, and, and it's gonna be a, a kind of a quick, but I need us to understand a few things about spiritual laws um, and how they work. And prior to teaching uh, spiritual strength, we, we, we understood about spiritual laws and how the enemy, the occult, how um, witch doctrine all use spiritual laws on the body, or the body of Christ or how they use it simply um, to win people. Um, so there are some things that we need to understand about spiritual laws. Uh, God designed his kingdom so that uh, it must be initiated. Anytime you have kingdom laws, God has initiated those. And those laws have to be uh, initiated by God and sustained by his spirit. If they're not sustained by his spirit, then they are faulty and they are temporal but what god does is everything that he does is forever and he brings no sorrow with it okay so if he says you heal you're healed all right you don't have to bring you know a chicken you ain't got to bring a goat you don't have to do that we talked about different levels of blood and sacrifices for that so this is really not the teacher but it is but i want to finish up on that um and just want to show you something about us that we should that we should know how many of y'all believe that Adam was made from the earth or formed from the earth? The Bible says that, correct? All right. All right. The Bible tells us that Adam, dust. Adam, ma, which is the earth, uh, which means clay or gray. So he was made, Adam was made from the dust of the Adama, which is the earth. Now follow what I'm saying here. That means that the components of the earth were the raw materials that were used to create man. I know. We're going to go there. We're going to go there. Just follow what I'm saying. Listen to that. I must say that one more time. It's going to be very important to know who you are and how spiritual laws can work against you. So that means that when Adam was made from the dust, that means that the components of the earth were the raw materials that were used to create man. Here's a spiritual secret. Do you know, hmm, watch this, that your hair was made from the grass? Are you ready for the teaching today? All right, watch this. This is just a, this is just a side note. This is just a side note. This ain't the teach, but just a side note. Listen, in theology, this is called... The principle of reflection. So the moon does not have light in itself. It reflects the glory of the sun. Now watch this. That means that if you want to see what the moon is, there is something that was made, listen, in its similitude. Come on, y'all say that. Say similitude. Similitude. All right. Which means the quality or state of being similar of something. And God formed man out of the dust of the Adama. Watch this. This might help y'all with some of this coronavirus. Oh. So the Bible says that man was created in the similitude, mm -hmm. teacher, of the earth. He was made in the similitude of the earth. 
And, and what that was, was he was attempting to communicate something. I hope y'all following me on this I one. am following you. Okay. Look at the similitude of your hair. Hmm. Y'all, you want to get the definition of similitude again? Similitude means the quality or state of being similar to something. Not exactly, but similar. All right. So watch this. So look at your hair and the grass that grows. You can, you can trim that grass. You can shape it up. You know, you can mow it. Right? Yep. yep. You know, some grass got patches. <laughs> you got different types of grass. We won't call out the patch grass. <laughs> he made it in the similitude of man. Your hair is in the similitude of hair. You got some crab grass. Oh. Mm -hmm. You got some of that real good thick green grass that grows in the wintertime. Oh, my Lord. Okay. He made hair in the similitude of grass. Man is made from the dust of the earth. Watch this. If we would only believe. If we could only believe. Okay. So watch this. Your eyes. Your eyes are 98% water. Your eyes right now are 98% water. 2% of them of your eyes is sodium. And collagen. And hyaluromate. I think I might have said that right. I got some eye people in there. Y'all can correct me later. Okay. <laughs> but just think about this. 98% of your eyes is made of water. That alone. So most of us still don't get it. Watch this. So what I'm talking about is spiritual laws right here. That Satan uses. See, the Christian, we just, I mean, I can't get us to get where we need to go. But witch doctors mm -hmm. and occultists mm -hmm. and alchemists, they know these spiritual laws. See, we are so dull to the, and insensitive to the spirit realm. Y'all follow what I'm saying here. Watch this. So the witch doctor and the occultists, they know that their eyes are made of 98% of water. Yeah. They know the spiritual law about your eyes go they know ahead. the similitude in which you were made go ahead okay go ahead. watch this this listen they this is how they can do what they do and they can do what they do now watch this they go to the river they'll go to the sea they they're even use a glass of water okay and they'll start doing incantations now watch this and one of the elements that witches use and of the covenant is, is water. Fire, earth, you know, the four elements. They, need, they use that for a reason. Okay, here we go. And when they start to do incantations, all of a sudden, watch this, teacher. That river, that sea, that glass of water, watch this. And that cup of water, it becomes their eyes. Do y'all see what I'm saying? Maybe y'all not tracking me. I'm trying to show y'all how this realm works. So they use that river. They use that glass of water. And they're able now to see because they know the spiritual laws. They know how to manipulate the spiritual laws. This is how they know what you did last week. This is how they know what you're going to do because they can. That water allows you to 
see just like your eyes. 98%. Okay, here we go. So y'all playing games right here. And when spiritual laws, listen, they know how to manipulate those laws. Listen, y'all know the story of the witch of Endor. Y'all know that Saul consulted, you know, uh, to summon the spirit of the prophet Samuel. That's right. You can find that in 1 Samuel uh, chapter 28. Ain't got time to read it right now. In order to listen, to receive advice against the Philistines in a battle. He wanted an ad advantage. You know how you read your horoscope. <laughs> okay. See, look at this. Okay, here we go. Prior attempts, listen, to consult God through sacred lots and the prophets oh, failed him. So he turned to the occult to do what? To get answers. Mm. See, y'all don't want to go here. You can't circumvent, listen, the way into God's presence. Go ahead. Or the way God heals. With your faith healers. Listen to this. Without manipulating God's spiritual laws. Okay? I need y'all to get this. Listen, that's another thing. Don't carry, don't, don't misguide, uh, don't use, uh, carry a revelation that you can't prove. I can prove everything that I'm telling you right now. Watch this. So man is made in the similitude of his environment. So the teeth and bones of man, listen, are made from rocks. <laughs> say similitude. similitude. Come on. I'm going to look on here. Somebody type in and say similitude. similitude. I'm going to help you understand something about who you are. I'm still talking about the principle of reflection here. They are primarily, listen, those bones and those teeth are primarily made of calcium. Come on, you got to like science. <laughs> if you don't, you can't see God. You're limiting your understanding of God and his environment. He, Adam named everything, everything atomic and subatomic. Okay, here we go. Now watch this. Primarily, our bones and teeth are made of calcium, which is found in rocks. Similar to many rocks have, watch this, no calcium. You got a lot of rocks on the earth. Many of them don't have any calcium. And many have veins of it. And some degree, and some degrees are nearly pure calcium. Some rocks are pure calcium like limestone. Oh, when you come to Walker Mitch, you're going to learn some stuff. All right, here we go. Many of those rocks are made of limestone um, right there. Calcium is purely limestone and marble. Marble is a form of limestone, which is uh, virtually pure calcium. Remember I said your bone and teeth. Mm -hmm. Now watch it. Similar to. Uh, so this is why after your body is long gone and decayed away, mm -hmm. just like the rocks, mm -hmm. Your teeth and your bones remain. Okay. All right. All right. All right. This Bible study. Can we study? All right. The veins of man. Now watch this. The veins of man was made from the roots of plants. The veins. See, God said in his word that all creation is plain to see him in creation. Come in. It's plain to see him. When you look at a leaf, but you only look at a leaf just in your eyes, yeah. but not through the eyes of God mm -hmm. and or in the similitude how he made you. Mm -hmm. Okay. The veins were made from plants. Mm 
Uh, it's not them. Listen, it is, is, is it not them that supply the nutrients throughout your body, your veins? Okay. All right. Stay with me. Don't fade away. Go ahead. Tell somebody there's a party going on at WM Ministry. Amen. <laughs> All right. People, um, I need y'all to say the principle of reflection. Go ahead. Type it in. The principle of reflection. Here we go. All plants get their nutrients this way, which causes everything to grow that is organic. That's you. You are a biological, organic, organic organism. You are. You are made in the similitude of your environment. I love it. Now watch this. God didn't circumvent. If, if the trees and the veins of the leaves, how it gets its nutrients. It, it's called pho uh, photosynthesis. When it rains and, and they feed, this is how plants live. Photosynthesis. You need the sun to live. The only true way to get vitamin D is through the sun. Just like plants. How do plants grow? You're eating plants, you're eating sun. You're eating energy. Now, Lord, go ahead, Pastor. Go ahead. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Spiritually. I'm trying to do this. So, you have ultraviolet and you have um, UV lighting. Mm -hmm. You're learning a lot about that. The Bible tells us that Adam was made form from the components of the earth, not just dust as we think. I love okay? So watch this. Dust is made up of various particles. Just like the dust in your house. You know what that dust is? That's your skin. And Adam was made from the dust of the earth, the component of his environment. Okay, we're going to get in here. Y'all don't know who y'all are. Now watch this. Dust is made of various particles in our atmosphere. In your home has an atmosphere. Matter, that's really what it is. Now watch this. Adam's body or and his organs, you know, were are, are made from the dust. His organs. His organs are made from that. Now watch this. This means that the this means that the material of his physical creation were components of the earth. See, we just don't get it. We just read it and go right on past it. This is the principle that the witches and witches take. Now watch this. See this? We go to the body of Christ and we don't want to talk about these things. Mm. This is how he gets an advantage of you. When you're ignorant about your spiritual world that you should be in. But we're so anchored into the flesh and the yeah. natural. Yeah. So we can't hear or see mm. what the spirit is saying. Yeah. I'm giving you information how things are done. Listen, that you don't know about. Okay, here we go. And, and listen, they, this is how the witches and wizards take advantage of us. Okay? And we, as the spirit-filled believers, have no idea of spiritual laws. See, we just want spiritual laws of blessing and the promises. They are yes and amen. Yes. And then you already know There that. you go. Move on to what's next. <laughs> and we don't want to know the spiritual laws and how they work. You know why? When it comes to this realm, we are afraid. We are simply afraid, my God. So a lot of so-called prophets that y'all see, a lot of things that y'all see, listen, this is how they're doing it. It's a manipulation of spiritual laws. My God. 
It's not God. But because we are blind, yes. we can't discern. Listen, spiritual loss. Initiate and sustain only by the Holy Spirit. The reason, the reason, teacher, listen, why man can survive this earthly system, being that he's a spirit, is because part of his tools that were used to create his physical body were in the, listen, were in the, it was in the system. It was in the accompanying system that he was living in. The system was compliant. These tools were compliant to his body. Do y'all want, do y'all understand? Y'all getting there? Okay. All right. So this is why when you speak listen to plants, now watch it. God did this right there. This is why you speak to plants. Jesus yeah. spoke to the fig tree. That's right. Wait a minute. Everybody going to say, no, he spoke to the fig tree because he was God. And it listened because he was God. Mm -mm -mm. He had a body that was flesh made in the similitude. Go ahead. So it wasn't that he was God when he spoke to it, but it was because he had flesh and blood. Go ahead. He had something in common with it. He had a body. Jesus. Go ahead. That it obeyed. See. Oh, okay. I know. I know. I know. I know. But this is why he told you: you speak to the mountain. Yeah. This why a mountain. Mm-hmm. Well, what's it made of? Made of rock. Jesus. Oh, he said, Ezekiel, you speak to the bones. What the bones made of? The word of God says, what will you okay. say to these All bones? right. See, you don't understand. He knew who he was. Man, Jesus made into the similitude, like body. He had a real, that should let us know he had a real flesh and blood body, just like you and me. Okay, and you should have whatever you say. See, we don't understand this. Watch this. Watch this. Ah, I ain't got time to go to the scripture, but uh, the, the, this is the supernatural at work, and we don't really realize it. Okay, watch this. So they're telling you to take that uh, hydrochloroquine, uh, right? Yeah. And because of the system that you were created in, this drug that is. <laughs> That and its job, listen, is to fight for your immune system, whether it was for malaria or whatever. This drug that was made from, listen, was made to fight your system. Watch this. So if you don't, so so you don't look at a drug and before you swallow it, and you say, uh, Panadol, go to my head, and don't go to my feet. Go to my head. I got a headache. Panadol. You don't tell Panadol to do that. Okay. Here we go. Panadol knows your body. Why does it know my body? Panadol consists. Listen. The Panadol considered when you took that. That's Tylenol if you didn't know. So it knows. You didn't tell it now. I'm going to take this pill. Now you go to my head. No. It knows where to go. You know why? Panadol is a plant. They make Panadol from a plant. And that plant is, is, is known for healing. 
put what it knows in your system. The veins, listen, just like the plant, just like the leaves with the veins, it feeds and nutrient that plant. It knows where to go. When it receives the sunlight, it knows where to go. When that Panadol, that plant enters your body, it already has a path already laid to where it's supposed to go. They don't tell it to go. It knows where to go. Can I mm. say, say this, Pastor? You certainly can. Medication. Hmm. And I'm, I'm not going to try to get into the whole study of healing. Hmm. And the Word of God says that you're already healed. That's right. And understanding, I think I may teach on that some other time. Mm -hmm. But the production of medication does, as Pastor just said, has earthly things uh, ingredients in it however the other non-earthly mixture with those things which makes the medicine that you actually digest to be short-term and could never heal you That's right because you have healing inside of you you have your own with the COVID-19 we have within us it depends on how you've been treating your body the mm -hmm. vessel. This is why God tells us to take care of the, our vessel. That's right. What you've been ingesting is going to determine whether your whether your body heals itself. That's right. You have the defenses to fight off any virus already in your body. It's That's why all medication is so short term and it has side effects. That's right. Okay. Yeah, because there's a blending of it. So that plant in itself Jesus, knows um, that it is a pain. It is known for healing that, mm -hmm. that they make Panadol out of Tylenol. So and your your vein system is a highway. It knows exactly this is how where the nutrients when you take vitamins, how does it know where to go? Where does it come from? Most of them are organic. So being that you are in the similitude of your environment, it knows exactly where to go. They don't program it. Amen. Your body knows where to go. You get an injection. It knows where to go. Amen. This is the same way, teacher, that a microorganism work. A, a unicellular. I don't know if you ever heard of that word before. Unicellular. That, that, are, they, that cell is the least complex in complexity. It's really a one cell organism like mm -hmm. WM Ministry. That's right. We're a one cell organism. All right. So that cell is a unicellular uh, organism and it can be I'm gonna give you an example so you can have a waterborne disease and it enter your body a unicellular can enter it and know exactly listen to that it can attach itself it knows exactly that this disease is supposed to attach to your heart how does it know that it wasn't there when the heart was created Wow. all right it, 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 it entered through my eyes and went into my heart. See, this is, this is some things that we just got to know what's going on with our body. And when I'm telling you that man was made in the similitude yes. of the earth, of the components, his environment, his environment is made from that. Yes. Gold. You have a certain percentage of gold that resonates inside of your blood. Amen. Okay. Well, they use good for, uh, as a conductive. All of your computer programs and, and, and um, um, what do you call those things? Uh, <laughs> got it on the tip of my hand. Uh, the computer, all of the, um, where the programming is, 
all of those um i can't think of it but it's made of of gold like when you go to the circuitry there you go the circuitry all that is is gold laced you know just like when you you get better connection when you have a gold receptor uh all that is it's part of you too the calcium is in you. Sodium is in you. Absolutely. All these things that are around a man's environment is part of you. Mm. All right. My goodness. What should you say to these things? So I just wanted to uh, kind of tap into that just for a little bit without going too much further into it. I don't have the time. That was will I really because I've been telling you I really wanted to go into mm. the principle of reflection. Um, I'm going to jump now. That was great. Go back and listen to it again. Basically, what I was saying is that man is made from his environment and his environment mm. is, is his body and these type of things. This is why your body rejects other things. Wow. You know, it, it, it wasn't made, you know, is they're trying to make other parts come into you, but it wasn't made that way. So this is really good for us to really get an understanding of how things operating what's really going on at this time in your body this is why you it would be more to your advantage to boost your immune system um, with natural things i could tell y'all there's so many other things that i could go into about things just in your yard that god placed there and we walk over them all the time that how they would be cured for your body but um you know it's just it's just a whole lot of things i don't want to get in that tonight but uh, we will later on. Amen. You have to tune in on a Friday night. Yes, I do have um, yes, at the very end for uh, mm -hmm. the principle of reflection. Yes. While you were teaching, I, I asked God a question. Amen. And this is how we learn. So through, while you're hearing the word of God, to connect to what you're hearing, you have to engage. And how you engage is that you pose a question to God, which you should. Why? Were we created from the earth? Mm. That's really good. Oh, hear me. <laughs> I just asked God, why? Because, look, we think that we, we're asking him the question, but he give, you a qu he give you a question to ask him so he can present to you revelation. That's right. Of what you just heard. So with what he gave me to ask him, why he created us from the earth, he said to keep you in a God state. <laughs> Hallelujah. He said to keep you in a God state. Everything around you is created by God. Everything. Everything. So he created you from and put you into what he created. So you will always see a reflection of yourself, which is God. He said to keep them in a God state. This is why I created them from the earth. Their environment should be always resounding a God state being. It's through the grass, like you said, with the hair, through through the rocks with calcium, everything, all the minerals, everything. It is and all what we see. It shouldn't be just for your liking. And when we go on vacation and things are always so beautiful. But we miss why God put us in this environment. He put you in a God environment. Amen, <laughs> teacher. And you know, it said that he placed Adam into Woo! the garden. He placed Adam in the garden. 
And Adam basically is a seed. Yes. Yes. So what do you put in the earth? A seed. seed for the earth grow. is seen as a womb. To grow. That's right. Absolutely. But, uh, I just wanted to tell you that, and then you were speaking about the witches and, and how they and are more knowledgeable about the spirituality than we are. Yeah. And so, again, I asked the question, how are we pulled to believe the things that are not God-minded? Mm. That leads us How does on. that happen? How, when we, it comes to the things of the world and, anyway, you said 98%. Our eyes have 98% is made 98% of water. Yep. And the word of God says where Apostle Paul speaks about the eyes. Mm -hmm. And the word of God speaks also about that we're not to live by our eyes, mm -hmm. our sight. But this is how the witches and That's the right. enemy reaches us is through the eyes. eyes. Because the eyes, he said, open the eyes of our heart. Mm -hmm. Look, so we would have understanding right. look of him. But our eyes is not our natural eyes. Our eyes is our souls that the soul of man can comprehend to know, acquire the necessity of knowing who he is. And it's through the soul of man, not his natural eyes. He said that, that we are to be led by the spirit. Mm -hmm. And right. not of our flesh. So this is why I want to speak about our sight. Why we cannot comprehend what is of God. Because we're not being led by the Spirit. We're being led by our sight. Amen, teacher. That is so good. Yeah, man. Woo. I just love it. Why I'm, we were created. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and, amen. Amen. And it's more. Um. I, I, it's so much more. It's just like things when you read in the word and you see the word mystery. Well, when you see the word mystery and Paul is teaching to you, talking to you about the mystery, yeah. what he's telling you is that you need Holy Spirit for this. Yes. You're not going to be able to get it in your, the, your schooling. Yeah. You're not going to be get it. Listen, even in your obedience, you're not going to get it except it be revealed by, by the, the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Yes, it's a mystery. Spirit. Every time I just want to put that out. Every time you mm -hmm. see mystery, and matter of fact, he even talked about the marriage mm -hmm. as being a mystery. Yeah. So there's some things that you don't need. You will never know unless it's revealed by the Spirit. You need the Spirit to have this yeah. revealed to you. Amen. Glory to God. Spirit to spirit. <laughs> All right. So that was great. And I just want to finish that up. Yes. For the people who I've been talking for the last week and a half about. Uh, the principle of reflection so yes. we'll, we'll end up and we'll go a little further mm -hmm. the next time but right now we really need to get into the beat mm. the meat of this uh teaching right here which is spiritual powerlessness my lord and we need to find out what's really going on when it comes to spiritual powerlessness mm -hmm. um when i look at some things sometime um you realize um what is power and we're gonna in order to talk about what powerless Ness is <laughs> you need to know what power is that's right just you know that's going to be kind of interwove uh, intertwined into um the scripture so you know the spiritual power is that the same as electrical power oh. i wonder that's just a question i want to ask y'all is spiritual power the same as electrical power um are the laws that govern the same spiritual power and electrical power mm. you know are there parallels between spiritual power and natural power 
Those are something that we should know. Um, so I believe, um, I realized right um, from the beginning um, that we need to have an understanding of that. So I want to ask the minister to go to uh, go to 1 Corinthians 4, 20 and 21 Amplified. Go to the book. But if you get a chance, read that whole chapter. It's going to blow your mind. Oh. But right now we're going to start at uh, 1 Corinthians 4, 20 and 21. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 4 at verse 20. Reading from the Amplified Bible, for the kingdom of God consists of and is based on not talk, but power, <clears throat> moral power and excellence of soul. Mm. Now, which do you prefer? My Lord. Shall I come to you with a rod of correction or with love and in a spirit of gentleness? Now, teacher, did you see power in two forms right there? Mm. Yes. Mm. That power, I'm asking, I asked the question, was power, mm. is the same mm. principle of power in the natural, the same as in the spiritual? Yes. Now read that scripture just one more time. Let's God dissect that thing just for a second here. For the kingdom of God consists of and is based on not talk, but power, moral power and excellence of soul. Stop. Did y'all hear that? So. It is the kingdom of God. Let's make it plain that it is based on not talk. Go ahead. It's not based on your knowledge of Jesus. books and what school that you go that you went to. Paul's words, listen, Paul's words were very clear when it comes to the power in the kingdom of God. Yeah. We had better do more than just talk, he said. He said, we should do more than just talk. The problem is that most of what we call power in the kingdom today is just that, talk. You see a lot of talking. I think if I sing a little harder, that means I got more power. Talk about it. I think if I raise my vocal up just a little higher, that means I got more power. That's right. Okay, man, I'll tell you what. <laughs> the first step toward talking or taking or, or walking in the power of God is to understand what true power is all about. Amen. That's the first step right here. Let's start by looking at the natural perspective. Can we do that? Matter of fact, I want him to read that scripture. Just read 20 one yeah. more time. Read 20 one more time. Verse 20. For the kingdom of God consists of and is based on not talk, but power, moral power and excellence of soul. Man, did y'all hear that? Yes, Pastor. So let's start looking at the things in the natural perspective. So when we talk about power, it's usually is connected with electricity. You know, there's a theory going out that we have an electric universe, which would be more uh, con- conducive to actually study versus a gravity. I know I can't help it. I keep getting in or <laughs> into science, but when you really see science, you see God, you see him in his intricacy. Amen. He opens up another realm, mm-hmm. subatomic to where he really is. And okay, Lord have mercy. Science is the evidence and proof and supports the Bible. That's right. You have and, to, you have to, 
begin to really receive and accept science. Mm -hmm. And it was given to man. Yeah, if you really, exactly, when you really receive and accept science, you would see God. Amen. My goodness. All right, here we go. So using the context of electricity, when we talk about power, mm -hmm. um, we use phrases like power lines, power plants, power outages, right? We think electricity being a form of power. Mm -hmm. How can this help us to understand what power really is? Now watch this. Very simply put, the definition of power is the same whether you're talking about electricity coming into your house mm -hmm. or the power of God to heal the sick. It's the same. Watch this. All right. Break down the word. All right. This is what power is. I'm going to define power for you. Watch this. Power is the ability to act. I like that. It is the property of a thing that is manifested in effort or action. By virtue of what, listen, uh, by virtue of which that thing produces. Watch what this does. This is what power produces. Power produces change you know, so you got to go back yes. you have to go back with okay. power all right what it is and what it what it does okay power is the ability to act it is the proper or the property of a thing that is manifested in effort or action by virtue of which that thing produces change I'm talking Power. Power is the ability to act. Mm, mm, mm. Jesus. My goodness. See, this is why they call it the book of Acts. The Acts of the Apostles. The power Jesus. of the Apostles. This is why what you got to understand what power is. It's the ability to act. Mm, mm, mm. My God, my God. I hope somebody heard that. Oh, somebody type in power. 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 The ability to act. Here we go. I'm trying to be interactive with you. Listen to this. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me boil it down for you. True power is the ability to produce change. Do you have power? Do you have power? Do you have power? I just said I boil it down to the ability to produce change. My Lord. My I love it. And you shall have power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You will have the ability to change. Pastor. Woo! You said the whole word. My goodness. Change is the key word. Listen, in that sentence that I just gave y'all. Change. Let's look at it. It takes power to transform, listen, to transform water at room temperature into boiling water. It takes power to do that. It takes power to get a one ton car to go zero and 60 in five seconds. It takes power to do that. It takes change. It takes power to transform a body from sickness to health. 
It takes power to do that, to change. Power is change, mm. my God. It takes power to change a liar into a saint. Go ahead. Oh. Woo! Go my ahead. goodness, my goodness. Mm-mm-mm. We're still going to be recording. We're still going to be recording. My goodness. It takes power to change a liar into a saint. Pastor. It takes power to replace guilt with innocence. My God, my God. Woo! Pastor. We, we, we moving on. She's doing something, but we're moving on. What we are missing in here, because we're saying that what power is, what it can do, mm. but what we are missing is, do I possess this power? And what does this power look like before it's changed? Yeah, we got to get back connected. We talk about power, and the power don't like it. Oh wow, the power of darkness came. Mm -hmm. So we talk about the power of light. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sure did. Wow. So we off right now, but it's on. Yep. But we're gonna wait. They're gonna get back on, okay. and we're gonna keep going. We're gonna come back to what you said. We're gonna repeat. We ain't gonna lose anything because I'm gonna okay. go back to the top of this. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Are we back, back on? To the top. It's just weird how stuff just happened like that. And we plugged in as soon as I start talking about power, attempting to connect. I mean, we're going live feed today. I mean, we right in the back. It should be no problem. Wow. It's all right. You this ain't going to miss anything. Good word. Okay, it said our stream is resumed. Good to go. Okay, we got nine people coming on. Y'all know how it is when we're talking about the power. <laughs> we're going to allow everyone to get Amen. back on. Amen. We're going to allow everybody to get back on. And we will recap what, where we believe we left off. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're coming back. They're coming back. Right. You ain't going to miss anything. You ain't going to miss nothing. All right. Woo! Glory to God. <laughs> My goodness. Now what happened is I think that posted already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we back on. We got 16 people in. We're going to get there. Y'all ain't going to miss anything. We're going to get back. My God. My God. Yeah, we're going to go back to the power. Yeah, we're going to go back to the power here. What it does. Man. Do you have it? Oh, my God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, man. We're going to set some people free today. Amen. Oh, we backing on. We getting on. Yeah. Got 18. Come on, come on, come on. You don't want to waste any time. I'm here all day. <laughs> oh, man. Here we go. Here we go. We're going to get back in there. We want to make sure that we on. Things happen when you start talking about the power of God. My goodness. My goodness. Here we go. Here we go. At 22 M. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally blinked out. Yeah. But that's all right. We're coming back on. We're live, baby. We're live. I need y'all praying over the 
Internet. <laughs> Amen. Do this thing. All right. There we go, Eric. Go for it. That's how you do it. All right. Good morning there. We got Wayne Morris Griffin. Hey, right. How you doing? Good morning, you too. All right. All right. You got it, Andre. Thank you. You're welcome for the teaching. We got more. I got 15 pages. <laughs> <laughs> and we know he does. <laughs> oh, man. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. We're going to get back up here. We're going to do it again. Minister, read that scripture again. Go back up to 1 Corinthians 4.20. 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 20. For the kingdom of God consists of and is based on not talk, but power, mm. moral power and excellence of soul. Now, which do you prefer? Mm. Shall I come to you with a rod of correction? Natural. Or with love and in a spirit of gentleness? Spiritual. Both obtain power. I love it. I love it. I love it. So you have to do the correlation between, you know, uh, a natural power source like yeah. electricity and then the spiritual uh, power of God and, yeah. and what it really means. And I really started there and I said that power is the ability to act. Mm -hmm. it, is the, it is the property of the thing that is manifested in effort or action by various, uh, by, uh, by virtue of that which thing produce that change so basically power is change and i said it's the ability to change i said let me boil it down to you real easily true power is the ability to produce listen to that to produce change not just change but power true power is the ability to produce replicate continue flow of power your light stay on because there's a current that's continually flowing through the conduit. So it's a continuous thing. Power is a continuous flow. It's oh, a change. Amen. It. My goodness. Continuously. Ooh, my goodness. Hallelujah. <laughs> and so, Pastor, I was, I was saying with that, what we are missing when it comes to power, we have the knowledge that we, we have the, we have power, but we don't know the know that the source to which we are to possess the power from to act upon the power meaning that when you spoke about the power is the property of a thing by which is manifested that can produce change and that thing is you and that property is we have the attributes and spiritual traits of God these spiritual traits we are not utilizing in our everyday life. It's supposed to be part of your personality. Amen. These spiritual traits. So without knowing that, we cannot really execute the power that you do have. Because right. we are owners and we are owners and we possess that power to act, to change. Amen. I'm telling you right now, we must understand this correctly. That that verse that we that verse that we just read brings should bring new uh, understanding to what power is. Yes. And its assignment in the kingdom to produce yes. 
change in your life. My God. All right. So has there been change in mm. your life? Okay. As I said, the book of Acts, power, it means that it's Acts. It's the ability to produce an act. So that's why I love it. The book of Acts is about the power of the Holy Spirit on the church. This is when the church was birthed at, at Pentecost. Mm. And it was, this is that thing that, that we're really missing mm. about the power mm. to actually change a mm. nation. Power to change our communities. Power to change our homes. Power to change, listen, individuals. This is the power of God. Mm. But the message today was mm. spiritual powerlessness. Mm. So Jeez. you can't talk about powerlessness if you don't talk about the power of God first. Woo! Pastor. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, right? Pastor, you are saying some dynamic mm, mm, words mm. right about now. I'm the word even see, I'm a word person. <laughs> a word person. And it satisfies this is why we all have to become a word person. Because this Amen. is how we were born through and in the word. It's that when you speak about power is the ability to act. Yep, the ability to act. Act. You have the ability. Matter of fact, you have a spiritual. We're from a different world, a different government. Ability to produce change. Amen. You have an entire different, or you're under an entire different governmental laws and rules. That's right. Which means that you can decree and pass certain laws that's in that's going on in your life that's right you you can resolve something you can act upon you can hold a a um a case upon whatever look whatever sin that's in your life you, oh man you mm -mm. can judge that sin you can bring it into the court of god oh see y'all don't understand how we should be operating in the power of God. Um, yeah. see, it's Jonathan. a process. <laughs> Amen. It's a ruling. It's a, a authority. Bring it all into the courtroom of God your entire life. Present every case to God. Mm -hmm. Put it on trial. Amen. There's some things to say. The ability to act. It's because the enemy makes you think that you don't have the ability, which means that you don't have the authority, you don't have the root. Look, power talks about laws. Mm -hmm. Again, this is a spiritual law. That's right. That anything that is not the way that it should be, you can declare that it is. That's the spiritual law. It sure is. What will you say to those things, these things in your life, your way of thinking, your state of being? Now speak the word, decree the word of God. Now establish this law. Call, call heaven down to earth. Call the heavenly courts to your life. And declare the laws of God to be operating and active in your life. You're, you're experiencing anxiety. You're experiencing a depression. Whatever you're experiencing and is not of God, you have the authority, the ability to execute spiritual laws. Within your body. My goodness. You have that ability. Pastor, you, you, you just have power. That this ability. power. You, you, you're teaching on something just so phenomenal right here. Oh, go ahead. This is so good. I love it. I just, I mean, just <laughs> we feed off each other on this thing. 
And you need to understand that. Uh, uh, and we're going to get into now. Teacher, that is so excellent in your expression. I'm just trying to control myself. So power. <laughs> she has power. And power has to have an expression. So what you're really seeing is that. And I just want to make sure that you really understand true power is the ability to produce change. Pastor, you got me in a state right now that I, you, just to hear when the, the preached word is Amen. heard, it causes a believer, an authentic believer, mm, mm, mm. to become and begin to express outwardly what was imparted. I feel even more empowered right now. See, this is why I can't contain myself because I want to produce something. I want to produce some change in my life. Oh, you better and go those ahead. around me. See, not only do you have power to change your life, you have power to change those around you. I'm telling you. Pastor, you just got a whole lot going <laughs> on in a great way today. We're going we're gonna to plow through this go thing. Ahead, go ahead. We man. lost a, just, a little bit of time, but we're going just, just go to take our time on this one because it's a whole lot of information that I want to uh, relate to you. And I love this. And we're talking about, I think we got a good definition of what power is. Power is the ability to produce change. Amen. So you should ask yourself, do you have power? Do you have true power? So we can sit up here and talk about now the powerlessness. So we go to church or even where you're sitting in right now, you got some people listening but you got some people texting you got some people googling you got some people Go doing all kind of other things say that that are happening like right now so we can do the same thing in church we can mm -hmm. sit in church and we can have we can discuss a business in yeah. church while the preached word is being taught Jesus. we can sit there i'm talking about powerlessness now this is what happens so we can sit there and we can discuss you know movies food that we ate last yeah. night yeah, you know yeah. what we're going to do at the church while the preached word while the power is being administered so this is what we do. So when we want to talk about powerlessness and you don't realize the the Pandora box that opens up because there is no power or change in your life. Know. You know, teaching and I, we stay up, you know, three to four, you know, doing these teachings and everything. And, um, you know, we 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 uh, teach all. And then when you hear the word, you know, there there's no conviction, you know, yeah. sometimes with people, not all some there's no they don't know what to focus on, no direction. No, no encounter when the word of God is coming in. We, we make all the messages that you are without excuse. We all are without excuse when we have the word of God. So we are without excuse when God gives us these teachings for you. This yes. is for you and your power and your growth. Amen. Amen. So, you know, we make um, ourselves available to you. We devote our time to your issues. Right. We help develop, you know, uh, your character. Uh, we listen to, um, we ask y'all to listen to our messages from A to Z, yeah. you know, and when we do all of the things and still there's no change. Yeah. There's no change. How can we, mm. how can we really hear the word? The word is power. Oh, he said it's not in speech, oh. but it's in power and demonstration. So oh, basically this is how we do things sometimes. This is why there is no power. And this is why people feel like they feel about the church. This is why people you know, are, are skeptical when it comes to, you know, pastors and ministries, you know, and using people because the members, listen, are powerless because the ministers are powerless because the teachers are powerless, <laughs> but yet the leaders, these powerless churches and members, yes. guess what they're doing? They're writing book after book. 
They're writing books on the anointing with no power. Okay. They're writing books about the anointing, the Holy Spirit. Listen, mm -hmm. the giftings and the blessing yeah. without power. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, if this generation does not retrace back to its ancient paths, we need to ask ourselves, what are we missing? Yeah. What are we doing? Yes. Go ahead. What are we missing? Sometimes you can listen to people. Teacher, you do this all the time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can just be in a conversation with another believer. Yeah. I mean, another believer mm -hmm. just talking about God. But you sit back and you be saying to yourself, my goodness, what happened? Yeah. Holy Spirit is nowhere on the scene. Yeah. No power. No power. Yeah, and it's real sad. You can hear about it. The word, you can hear it. But the word. There is no power. Yeah. They deny the power. That's right. In. That's right. Man, I'll tell you what. We're going to keep praying and believing God going to keep this on so we can keep going. Don't worry. Guess what? If this would happen, I'll preach the same thing next week again. With we, power. We know he would. Right? My goodness. Here we go. I ain't even worried about it. Here we go. Let's keep this thing. No distraction. Here we go. That's another thing that's why we are powerless in the church because of distractions. Oh. Easily distracted. Easily distractions. I mean, we like need to restore. Amen. We need to restore the ancient paths, listen, of true spirituality and power. Yeah. Doorways that allow the Holy Spirit to find expression with this generation. Amen. That we need to be, listen, uh, we need to be a, uh, we need to be praying um, like this today. You know, this is the kind of prayers that we need to be praying. Lord, restore back to us the ancient paths of the way oh. things were done before. Mm. Glory to God. Days of old. So Good we God. as the church, the yes. body of Christ believers, truly ex, uh, experience God. Listen, it seems we, we never get to that point to really experience God mm. because of powerlessness. That's right. In the church. We seem like we never get to that point. Mm. For God, listen. For God, many people just think God is a theory. Uh, we, we create philosophies around the word of God, but not the word of God. Watch this. I want to talk to some musicians right now. This is very important. So, you know, musicians, you know, you, so, you know, uh, the music ministers write songs, you know, song, all kinds of songs. Ain't that right? Mm -hmm. Songs about him. And they are not, listen, afraid to sing songs, listen, look, to him. Songs that are supposed to be, listen, powerful. Mm. And yet they are not even listening mm. to what they are writing. I know it. Okay. We got all these musicians writing all these powerful songs, but they're not even listening to what they're writing. Watch this. They're not listening to what they're writing. And it's clear to see that they don't even believe their own words. Not God. Not all, some. There's a song, listen, there are songs that they sing that should not end until they are, mm. listen, until they are saying, listen, until what they're saying happens. I'm going to say that again. There are songs that you sing that should never end until what you are saying yes. happens. I hear you. Mm -hmm. Freedom. Joy. Yeah. Peace. Mm -hmm. The peace of God. Yeah. 
deliverance, love, and forgiveness. We have ministers singing of all of these things, and it's not a reality to them. They're singing about deliverance, yet they're not delivered. They're singing about the peace of God, yet they're not having the peace of God. They're singing about, Lord, forgive me, but they have no forgiveness. See, it's not a reality because there's no power in that. Those songs were supposed to be prophetic. So if you sing about freedom, then freedom should come. Yes. So if you're singing about deliverance, then deliverance should come. These are prophetic songs that you don't lead until you see what you're saying. Okay. See, no power. Imagine if you really sang that song and you were truly delivered. Jesus. Others would be delivered. <sighs> Imagine <laughs> if you sang that song and you really mm-hmm. loved each other. See, we stifle. Mm-hmm. We hinder the move of God, the power of God. Okay, here we go. I don't get no amens out there on that one. <laughs> what we have done, teacher, we have blocked the space that the Holy Spirit is supposed to have in the church. With vain tradition. And with vain philosophies and the pride of this, just of this generation. Listen, and the pride of this generation that we're in right now, it knows no bounds. Exactly. It knows no bounds. It's not afraid to sing of the blood of Christ and not even applying it to their life. See, the old saints, they had reverence for the blood of Christ when they sang that song. Now we can do that and turn, go right into your sin. No fear, no power, no power. And then we we have no power in the church. We continue to mentor Mm -hmm. people who begin to give them. um, We begin to deceive them. And we have pastors destroying people. Because they're not in their call. We have so, so many churches in America. That is void of the true presence and power of God. Even if that church. Listen, was dead. And some of y'all been in some dead churches. Yes, you have. Even if you was in a dead church. Now watch this, Stephen. Not one person. You got 300 people. Out of 300 people, not one person. Out of 200 people, not one person. Out of 50 people, not one person. Hold on. Out of one, not one person. For many years, the Holy Spirit out of all you've been in church all these years, you got that the Holy Spirit hadn't fell on one person. You got churches filled, and the Holy Spirit hasn't filled one time. You, I'm just saying you've been in church all your life. Yeah, it happens. You, it's your denominations. We don't do that. It's just quiet. We just quiet. Holy Spirit ain't filled one time. Your pastor ain't had one prophetic dream. There's nobody that had a vision. We're just teaching the word without the spirit, without the power. Without the power. This is how we do it. This is how I see a lot of young ministers who are teaching the word of God. And it's no power. It's no power. I'm going to show you all what happened. I'm going to show you all what happened here, teacher. No power at all. None whatsoever. Here we go. Whoo. Say power. Power. My goodness. 
I want to say this right here. Spiritual powerlessness. The ancient patterns. Listen to this. Ancient patterns. What Jacob saw. The ladder. What Jacob saw the ladder. Where the angels were descending and ascending. Mm -hmm. Now watch this was a place that Abraham had consecrated. Years, years before Jacob fell asleep there. The power of God still resigned there. And that power caused a prophetic dream for the heavens to still be opened oh, up. Thank you, Jesus. And because our churches are, mm. have denied the very power of God, mm -hmm. there's no residue. There's still no open heaven above. Every sanctuary, every place, every church in the body of Christ should be an open heaven. And we should see prophetically things ascending and descending. See, but we can't go there. Yeah. Because there's no power in the church. There's no mantle left there. And this doesn't mean you go to an old saint grave and you lay on top of their grave like people doing. That's not power. That's not what he's talking about. But you got the body of Christ doing that because they're blind. Okay. I know came for some of y'all on that, but you need to know that. Listen to that. People close to you because of the power that walks, that resonates in you. It's no way that you can stay in poverty. It's no way that you can't change and you'll be around teacher and me because there's power that resonates there. It's going to bring change. It's going to be the power, the ability to change that you choose. Yeah. You can be very uncomfortable. Your homes, your children should not remain the same because the power, the power is to produce change. Yes. Okay. My goodness. This is what happened over here. I don't want us to be yeah, at WM ministry. I don't want us to be like the fig tree Sorry. had figs, but no leaves. Mm. The fig tree had figs, but no leaves. Mm. I don't want us to be like that. I want us to have the power of God over us. Amen. Amen. And this is another thing. We have another thing. Just to let you know, a lot of y'all are tithing and sowing and nothing is happening. No doors are being opened. Remember, God can simply, he simply can't lie. He simply cannot lie when he said that there's seed, time, and harvest. God cannot lie. You need to check your heart as you sow. Listen to this. Just say, Lord, Lord, I want to be a blessing. I want to be a blessing. See, and when you say, Lord, I want to be a blessing with my seed, see, Oh, my God. Watch the doors that open. We pass by many doors all throughout the day. You mean not one of them going to open for you? We're believers. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Our lack of results should concern us. If you love Jesus. Non-productivity. Because there is a dimension of God that, is, that we are not seeing. If you have no results, is there a lack of results concerning Jesus that... that I want to say this. This is what power does. It brings 
change. It produces change. Listen to that. Power produces. It manufactures change. My goodness, teacher. Power is consistently. Oh, that's a good word for power. Demanding Mm -hmm. change. It does. If you have power in you, the power of God in you, it is consistently calling you up to a higher level. You are always looking for different areas of your life to where there needs to be change. It's always, the Holy Spirit is always conducting a survey. It sure is. Of you, how you think, your behavior, everything that needs to, if there's anything that it, that's in you that needs to be changed, it's consistently, the power of God is consistently demanding, looking for an area within us that needs to be changed. Amen. There you got that right. There is a level, listen, there is a level of God's power that when it rests upon teacher, the body, no man, listen, no man will open his mouth and call the church a nuisance to civilization. Mm, When there is a power of God, I love that. I think I was listening to my man Duncan one time. And I think we was talking about John Knox and the Queen of England. She said yeah. the only thing that she feared was the prayers of John Knox. Yeah. So the power of your prayer and what that means that nobody can open their mouth towards you. But this is what happened because the church is powerless. Yeah. When the word, listen, when the world hears the word pastor mm. and church. Go ahead. Listen, it, they think it's a place of deception. Mm-hmm. A place of scams. Go ahead. A place where people just rob people for their money. Because there's no power mm-hmm. in the church. Listen, I'm going to say that again. Because the church is wow. powerless. And this is why even believers are more prompt to go get therapy and pay for it. <laughs> right? Outside, they... They are willing to go outside of Christ to get help in all areas of their life. When it comes to finances, there's nothing wrong with if you need to go to the doctor. There's nothing wrong with if you Mm. want a financial advisor. You should get one. But why is the word of God, it seems to not have a place of value in our lives. Mm -hmm. That's right. And And it's hard to win people. I was talking to my father years ago. And when he know that I, uh, when he found out that I was a preacher, um, the first expression that he gave mm. was about money and robbing people. Wow! See, this is one of the reasons. This is why he's a Jehovah Witness because they they don't do what the church does. Yeah. So this is one of the things mm. when people hear the word church or you know or pastors, the first thing they think of in the world is deception schemes and robbing people of money because that's how we've been portrayed yes not power not love Mm. not forgiveness that's right but there we should be upset this this is their perception of the body of christ no power Mm. this is why people in you know other countries and even here go to the occult because they get listen they get they get stuff done because they get results because Mm -hmm. there's no power in the church this is just where it is you got people, you got charlatans, you got people just, you know, every gimmick. Besides just the word of God, be healed in Jesus name. Amen. 
my goodness. I can say that. You can say that too. Glory to God. And they should be thinking, they don't think of the church as a place of power. Mm. They don't even think of the church as a place of truth. Exactly. Oh. They, most of us, they think of the church as a place of judgment. Oh, go ahead. So it's hard to win people when this is how their perception of the body of Christ is. Mm -hmm. Let's correct this, people. Let's yeah. get this done. Let's correct yes. this. This is wrong. Wrong perception, wrong interpretation. Here we go. Listen. When, teacher, when? I want to know when will Christ become a cause? Wow. When will God become a cause? When we value him. When will he become a cause for us to do it right yes. and live right? An area that the anointing should function. Y'all need to know this. In the area that the anointing should function, nothing will ever replace the place of genuine empowerment. Amen. Genuine empowerment. Mm. Truth be told, there is an immense level of darkness. Here we go. This is where I want to go. There is an immense level of darkness and blindness. In the body of Christ. And what that darkness is doing. It is masquerading itself. As spiritual power. Oh my Lord. This should make a lot of us upset. Most of us teacher. Can't even see it. Most of us can't even see it. Tell her to turn off the AC. Most of us can't even see this. And mm -hmm. this is something. That needs to be seen. Yeah. Because spiritual blindness allows for powerlessness. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And this is something that we really, really need to observe. The condition of the body of Christ. 20, 30 years ago, yeah. the church was not in such darkness that it is mm. today. And a lot of churches and pastors, they choose to ignore this. Y'all have to hear what I'm saying. This is a serious issue in the church. Darkness, mm. blindness is in the body of Christ. I, I need us to know this. This is what I'm going to say here, teacher. We, we're going to have to end in a minute here, but we can continue. God will, he really needs to help us. That's why God Jesus. is separating us to say, look, there is still something on the earth that we have not gotten. And that we can get something that will bring glory to his name forever. Listen, our prophecies, this is what bothers me. Our prophecies mm -hmm. and our impartations are like a performance or acting. Mm -hmm. Listen, in front of an audience. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say this again. Our prophecies that we give Lord. and our impartations Jesus. that we impart are like we're performing, acting in front of an audience because there is no real power in the church. Yeah. Wow. So we have to perform. We have to act like what God has given me is powerful. What's powerful is a calm spirit. Jesus. 
It's a spirit that trusts in God. Mm. What's powerful is that you don't faint. Mm. Is that you walk in the righteousness that was imputed into you. Mm. See, this is a, some things that we just don't really get. And I need us to get mm. what real power is. The power to change. The ability to produce change in my life by the word of the living God. See, this is what we don't get, teacher. This is why you see, you see a lot of pastors and it's such a performance. I have to wear uh, like I'm on stage with a bunch of glitter yeah. on my robe. And it's all about performance. It's not about God. It's about you. Mm -hmm. See, it's, this is what's saddened. It's what's saddened to God. And it's saddened to people who really see that that's darkness, that spiritual blindness. You can't see it. It bothers me. The body of Christ has reduced, you listen, we've been reduced to circus showmanship. At best. The body of Christ has been produced to circuit showmanship. We, we come in to see the prophet. Mm -hmm. He's going to perform. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Y'all seen it. This is some crazy stuff out there. Help us, mm -mm. Jesus. We should be saying, Lord, give me something. Yeah. That brings you glory. Amen. Every day. Uh, we, we should be praying like this prayer. We need power, Lord. Put an anointing on my life. Mm -hmm. A genuine anointing. Jesus. I'm tired of faking a word of knowledge. Go ahead. Lord, bring me to a level of accuracy and truth. Jesus. Lord, let, let listen, let the people really get healed by my hand. Mm. And oh, not faking. Jesus, and by my voice. And not doing courtesy drops and everything. Oh, my God. Let the power of God just come and be in the presence of God. When they see the man and woman of God, they begin to confess their sins. Amen. And say, I'm a liar. I'm doing this and I'm doing that. Let the real power of God come into the body of Christ. Don't have to say anything. Yes. Just stand up now. Go and sin no more. Real power. My God. My goodness. I, I, can, we keep, can we just keep flowing here? Let the Holy Spirit flow, teacher. Listen to this. My goodness. Woo! My goodness. Here we go. The world needs, right now, right now, the world needs, listen, the church, the real church. They need it more and more full. Of power. This is what the world needs right now. Give me something, Lord. Give me something. That bring glory to your name. This is what we should be praying. Go right here. Go to Psalms. Go to Psalms 92. 10. Oh, teacher, we got to read some scriptures here. We'll come back to this. We got to come back to this. Mm -hmm. Psalm chapter 92 at verse 10. But my horn, the emblem of excessive strength and stately grace, you have exalted like that of a wild ox. Mm. I am anointed with fresh oil. Uh, I am anointed with fresh oil. He is saying right here. Listen, I need the oil of the now. Not the oil of yesterday. Yesterday oil is not sufficient for today's issue. I need the oil for the now, right now. This is what I'm talking about. Go to 2 Timothy. Oh, I want to help us right here. 
I'm going to help us on this last part right here, and we're going to end. Woo! Glory to God. 2 Timothy 1, 9. Amplify. 2 Timothy chapter 1 at verse 9. For it is he who delivered and saved us and called us with a calling in itself holy mm. and leading to holiness, to a life of consecration, a vocation of holiness. He did it not because of anything of merit that we have done, but because of and to further his own purpose and grace unmerited favor which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began eternal ages ago read that top piece one more time just the top first one I'll tell you when to stop for it is he who delivered and saved us and called us with a calling in itself holy okay stop right there so we are all called once we are a believer in Christ, right teacher? Mm -hmm. We are all called. So listen to this, I'm talking about the power right here. So there is no doubt that we are called. Everybody, no doubt, right? That we are called. Now watch this. Being called alone doesn't guarantee that you will have an anointing. Okay? Now go right here, flip down to Second Peter, uh, same one, one ten. Hold on, before we go there, Pastor. Yes. We're all called. I want you to say, I'm building something right here about this power. Y'all hold on. Go ahead, teacher. In the Second Timothy one and nine. Yes. Let's just read that. Uh, read that again. Second Timothy chapter one and verse nine. For it is He who delivered and saved us. And called us with a calling in itself. Mm -hmm. He called us in a calling in itself. Holy. Yeah. He called us in the calling. In the calling of calling us, in itself is holy. There's no way, if you answer the call, that you're not living holy. <laughs> because in the call, when he called you and you answered, it's holiness within the call. With your re receiving of the call. Yes, he did. So it's like not calling you by name. Mm -mm. So in this case, he called you himself. Okay. He called you holy. Something that you were not. And the scripture says, the word within itself, see the word's not going to return back to him void. Because the word has within it self-fulfilling power. Oh, this is good. It's in the oh, it's in your answer of the call that you're already empowered when he called you when you answer. <laughs> Except, oh my God, just Pastor, I, I, I'm just saying we we have to realize how and why the power is not activated. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. oh teacher is so good. 
you got to, if when we leave off this line, you better go back and stay, remain in this scripture until you are endowed with power from on high. Mm -mm -mm. Because he said when he called you, he, in his calling, when he called you, within itself of the calling, you are empowered with holiness. Ooh. Just like in the word, it will not return him void. Within the word, it has self-fulfilling power to become what you receive and now decree and say mm. was already done. So when you read the word, hear the word, and then say the word, because you say the word, because you believe the word. And you believe when you heard the word that it can do what it says it can do because you have the self-fulfilling power within the word because it was in your call when you received your holiness. Ooh. Because the holiness itself is peace, love, and righteousness in the Holy Spirit. It is peace. Nothing missing, nothing like it. It's a state of mind. Holiness is a state of being. People who live a righteous life are balanced in their thinking. People who live a non-righteous life are not, oh my God, you, 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 you're, you're weak in your thinking. You're unbalancing your thinking. You're unsure about your life because you're not living a righteous life that keeps you in a place of harmony and then love. Love itself, God's love, now causes your faith to work. Then he says, righteousness in the Holy Spirit. And you're in right standing with God. So you look, you are approved and confirmed and have the authority to say what is not to be to be. Because you're right, you're in right standing with him. Watch this. It's <laughs> good, teacher. Now this is gonna go right into what you were just talking about. Go to 2 Peter 1:10. My God. That's good. You 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 hold that right there. Go to 2 Peter 1.10, Amplified, and I'm going to do the King James. 2 Peter chapter 1 at verse 10. Yes. Because of this, brethren, be all the more solicitous and eager to make sure, to ratify, to strengthen, to make steadfast your calling and election. For if you do this, glory to God, you will never stumble or oh. fall. Come on now. Jesus. I told you. Oh. Watch this. And I love this. In the King James, it says, it says, wherever that brother said, brother, that you give diligence to make your, your calling election. Listen, sure. It says that you are to give diligence. Do you understand that? Do you are to give diligence? You said, you, you said, look, watch this teacher. You are called, but it doesn't mean that you have proven your calling. Go ahead, Pastor. Go ahead. Mm -mm. It says to give diligence means to carefully and uh, persistently work in effort to listen. It means to define, to validate, make your calling in election sure. You have to be validated. Yeah, yeah. The Bible yeah. says many are called, but few are chosen. Yeah, you go ahead. That scripture can trouble. Listen, it can cause trouble for many people. Mm. But I'm gonna give you some clarity right now. Listen, but if you really want to understand that scripture, few. A call it says it says all many many are called but few are chosen. Mm -hmm. To really get the understanding of that you you have to go and study the ministry of Jesus. This is how you get understanding mm -hmm. of this. Whoever is thirsty, 
Let him come. Mm. Jesus never, never kept anybody out from his meetings, his programs, he called. He never kept anyone out. But it was times for him to use certain people. There was times that he used certain people. He selected people. He selected them carefully and then he sent them out two by two. The fact that you are called does not mean that you are chosen. Oh, my Lord. You need to really learn this. I'm going to say this again. To really understand few, all are called, but few are chosen. You have to study the life of Jesus. Whosoever thirsts. <laughs> For righteousness. He says, let him come. Jesus. All are called. Woo. All are called. Let him come. Jesus never, never kept away anybody from his meetings or his programs that he called. But it was times but it were, but but there were times that that he only chose certain people, and when he chose them, he sent them two by two. The fact that you are called does not mean that you were chosen. You need to learn this. Watch this, teacher. I mean, yeah, I'm listening. Watch this. <laughs> when the believer possesses true spiritual power, oh my God, here we go. The the level of blessing. That will be that will the world will see is unimaginable. True spiritual power. You are not a blessing if you lack spiritual power. Mm. That's true. Watch this. Watch mm. this. Go back to that scripture because it takes power of God to birth the purposes of God. Oh, I know that's right. Watch this. It takes more than just good intentions to birth the purposes of God. It takes genuine spiritual power to birth a generation within a territory, within a dispensation. And if we can't sustain the ability to host the power of God in our lifetime, in our generation, not only will that generation be in danger, but the generations of the children, children will be in danger. Okay. Well, wait a minute. I, I, I got you. Oh, 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 you just hold on. We just hold on. Did y'all get that? Did yeah. y'all get that about yeah. few? All are called, but a few are chosen. Okay. So you want to add on to that? Because I'm, 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 it's leading up. But go ahead. What? Many are called. But few. Few are chosen. He only chose a few to do certain things. But all were called to witness of who he is. All were called for that. Mm, so you mm, only... Mm choose those who would be of use they know the election they made it sure that would be of use that's right and wow jesus mm. it is in our response to the call all a call definitely and we all The majority of us are witnessing Jesus Christ mm -hmm. and still some yet to witness him. Mm. But it is those that he elect to use are those who have responded to him that they're ready to be used. Amen. 
Oh, you have to have a ready and righteous life to now to be chosen. Otherwise, you're just a witness of Jesus Christ. You have witness. <sighs> Isaiah said, who, who shall... It's all right. No, no, we're going to bring this to an end because go ahead, go ahead, yeah. there's so much more that I have. And uh, yeah, I guess we might have dropped some people here, yeah, I guess, on Internet. But that's all right. We we're going to bring it back. I'm going to I didn't want to end right there, but I'm going to end right there today. Yeah. Um, we're going to go back because there's still more that we got to talk about mm -hmm. spiritual blindness. Yeah. We still got to get into there and why there's so much powerlessness in the church. I only gave you a few things about the powerlessness of the church because how the world perceives uh, pastors, you know, ministers or ministries. Uh, they look at us as charlatans. They look at us, you know, because, you know, I don't see, you know, you know, Bill Gates flaunting that he got a jet. I don't see, you know, so many other things that ministers are doing that make and give us the wrong perspective of what true power is. Yeah. The power is that you lay your life down. The power is that you give. That is the true power. Yeah. They'll see your life. Yeah, they sure you will. You don't have to put it over just for this. So there are so many more things and avenues that we want to, you know, continue. We don't want to rush through this one. I want to continue to go. There's so much more uh, to be unveiled here yeah. about the powerlessness in the church and the power of God itself that resides in his word and in you so i want to you know at this point we're going to end it and i yeah. want to thank all the viewers that you know suffered with us through this Ooh. particular teaching when the power kept trying to go yeah. out on us but i want to make sure that we put it together properly and that you will have it uh in its full entirety um so i want to thank everybody um yes. for tuning in to wm ministries tell a friend um, I'm telling we got uh, moderators in there if anybody uh, want to be uh, coming to the kingdom want to be saved I'm sure I got moderators in there can lead you through uh, that prayer and um, power is available for you power to walk it out power I just want people that when we preach the word that there's true power when we sing of God's goodness and his deliverance and what he's done that we're actually singing and preaching in that power so I just really uh, want to say I love everybody that tuned in today, who has streamed with us today. Um, thank you so much. Um, we're going to get better and better at this. Um, this is so funny. We can get better and better at this. It's, it's technology. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's my state of being. It's, like, it's technology. I make no excuses for technology. I'm not making any excuses. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just, uh, I just want... Saying. It's, it's, it's so vital that you get every morsel. Yeah. It's so vital that you get every so word that comes out. We are out. ending now. Amen. <laughs> I love you. Tune in next time at WM Ministry. We, where we believe in Jew and Gentile. One new man in Messiah. Yeah. Shabbat Shalom. <laughs> Shabbat Shalom. <laughs>